Long ago in a distant land, I, Judge Glenn, the player-hating master of darkness, unleashed an unspeakable homebrew. But a foolish band of players wielding the 5th edition rules stepped forth to oppose me. Before the final blow was struck, I tore open a portal in the OSR and flung them into Dungeon Crawl Classics, where my evil is law. Now the fools seek to return to the past and undo the future that is Mighty Deeds. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mighty Deeds, a podcast of high adventure. My name's Glenn. I'm your judge for this session. And joining me around the table are... Jason, playing Nigel, the dwarven cleric. Sully, Pisces Rising Cancer, playing Albert the Elf. Carl, playing Arena, the Sentinel. Luke, playing Ibramovich, the Barbarian. All right, so we are picking up in the city of Mlurgnar in the uh, tenement building there uh, called Spittlefeld. And uh, you guys just finished, yeah, killing off the two vampires that have been making it seem, or have been spreading... The bloody flux, bloody flux among the uh, residents of the uh, place. Mm-hmm. So, what do you guys do now? I will take my Ilthmarian Zweihander and slice off one of the demon's heads. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm gonna pick it up and take it back to the the people who are uh, trying to force us to stay here for quarantine, and I'll show them the vampire head. Hold on. Uh, uh, we're going to take the other one, too. Yeah. Okay. Head too, because that's how you kill a vampire is to cut off his head. Okay. So we know better. Yeah, you, you know noticed that right, they did right. not, like, turn into smoke or anything right, when right. you killed them. No, I dig Like, it. you just kind of chopped them up. Yeah, we thought they were new vampires, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. they don't have all their powers, then. Yes. You said. So you guys uh, chop off their heads. Yes, I And do. you go back up to the lobby there. Yes, I do. Let's all go to the lobby. <laughs> and then what do you do? We buy some snacks <laughs> and some popcorn. Right, right, right. No, uh... Is there a hole from which we can shout through to the people Yeah, outside? I mean, you know, you guys were looking through between a couple boards say, and stuff. Is there, like, a border that we can put um, down or something? So excuse me? Is there somebody out there? Yeah, I mean, there's there's people... Oh, is the mob still they're out still there? Yeah, there's still kind of a mob who's... Not as many, probably, but, yeah, there's still people... Did you guys get people, bored? People <laughs> Did you guys get bored of us being in this building by ourselves? We had lots of fun. Real tuckered out, are you? Yeah, we take had... take a nap? Woo, we partied up in here. So, uh, <laughs> excuse the me. guard. The guard that's on duty is like, what? But this is what was causing the bloody... Hey! That's horrifically, <laughs> that's horrifically deformed. It is a vampire head that was causing the bloody flux. See, vampires feed on blood, right? And if this yeah. vampire had the bloody flux and was eating someone or chewing someone or biting someone on the neck like they do, it would transfer the bloody flux into that person. And but, that's what was causing this to happen with this vampire and that vampire. And but wouldn't they... Wouldn't they be dead because a vampire shucked all their blood out? It's a long, long story, but no, not necessarily. You want the mm. whole story of vampires? No. So what happens roll is- your uh, <laughs> roll a d twenty and add Once your personality bonus. Why do you always do the talking <laughs> when you have the least personality bonus? Twelve. Okay, so he goes and he gets one of the one of the nuns of Ishtar, and she yes. comes in, and you have to re-explain the whole thing. Yes, and then she goes to the. Uh, to the temple of Ishtar and discusses it with the the actual uh, CDC himself, right. and then uh, he countersigns this little form, and then she brings the form back. Yeah, and the talks Name? to stamp, the stamp, stamp. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stamp, stamp, stamp. And then she comes back and she talks to the um, guard, who now his superior is there, and then they talk about it for a while, and then they come and they take the boards down and they come in to actually see uh-huh. the victims of the vampire and the victims of the bloody flux and to uh-huh. look at the whole situation. And um, they decide that you guys are right. Uh-huh. That's, that's what happened. And oh, you've I'll show saved, the basement if you want. You've saved the lives of all the people in ah, this sure. tenement building. And- and what will we get as recompense for our heroism? Who are you saying this to? This, whoever is in charge. The of nun this. of Ishtar? Yes. I mean, 
Related to this outbreak of the bloody flux, mm -hmm. there's been a stimulus package that the town council has passed. Right. Okay, so uh, how, would, how would four yellow lotus tinctures uh, as part of the, you know, that's your stimulus check, uh, how would that sit with you? Is that coming from Ishtar? Yeah, it's coming from the Temple of Ishtar. They're making the yellow lotus tinctures. Are they just giving it to everyone? Everyone who's been negatively impacted by the cordon sanitaire. Oh, so they're giving to all the people that they locked up? I mean, yes. yeah, I guess. Yes. All right, so now you guys head back to the... Um, Flaming Onion? Slumbering Drake? Yeah. Yes. Hi. I'm not the one talking to her. I don't know why. Everybody how, do you like, how do you like the clam chowder? I want the stiffest Delicious. drink you have, and I want it, please... As fast as you can get, please. <laughs> she brings you this. She brings you this apple pie moonshine. Yeah. And I go stuff. and sit in the corner, and it's still got. And I begin to drink it. It's still got a little uh, keep it coming. piece of cinnamon in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, go ahead and roll a fortitude saving throw, DC sixteen. You want a fortitude saving throw? I do, DC sixteen. About nineteen, eleven, twelve. You're feeling good, but not unconscious. Okay, not blackout drunk. Drink this thing till it's gone, and then get some more. That's after the first one. Yeah, you, you wanted to bring you another one. Another. While you guys do the thing, I'm going to drink. You guys do it. <laughs> okay. okay. All right, roll your saving throw for the second one. No, two, three, four, five. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So now you're, uh, you're uh, you know. You're blackout. You're I'm over there with him and going, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. He's right. just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just moving him at this point. Okay. okay. Lady Shantessa, Ibromovich and his cohorts wish to descend into Stonehill Dungeon. We have come for your wisdom. I do ah, approve, by the way, the talking in third person. I do, too. Yeah, I great. love that. That's great, yeah. Ah, I'm delighted to hear that. Uh, she takes you two, the, the two semi-sober ones, um, over to this other table, and there's two dwarves sitting there. Mm. She says, um, Irina Kolyanovich, and, or Irina Kolyana, sorry, and um, Abramovich, no last name. Abramovich the Barbarian. I would like you to meet Snorri Broadshoulders and Hankrin Furnail. Can I call you Hank? Hankrin Furnail? Hankrin Furnail. That's my name, yes. Of course you can call me Hank. All my friends do. Have a seat. Of course. So, Lady Chantessa says... You're interested in going into the depths of Stonehill Dungeon. Stonehill Dungeon. Yes, we are. Ah, maybe you'd be interested in joining our expedition. Uh, mm. My friend Snorri here is a expert in dwarven history and architecture. He wishes to descend into the dungeon to explore the history of the dwarves that live there. There are great secrets to be unearthed. He's like, actually, there were several different clans that were involved in the... No! I want to be like, is that your voice? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me. What are you talking about? Sounds like Albert over there. No, I know. Um, that's the yeah, problem. But None the of them sound like pirates. Actually, this is my voice. I was born okay. with a speech impediment that causes me not to sound like most dwarves. It just doesn't match your face is all. That's slightly hurtful. Anyway, I don't mean it hurtfully. You just have a very commanding face and the ah, voice is a little surprising. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. He strokes his beard. Um so we've uh, we've been putting together supplies and provisions for the trip. Uh, to Zelkor's Ferry, and from there to make an expedition to the uh, dungeon proper. Um, but we could use some extra uh, muscle. muscle and hopefully a spellcaster or two uh, before we descend into the lightless depths. Of course, Abramovich will gather his party and hopefully get the spellcasters sober. <laughs> and we shall travel with you and provide protection and... He Pro pulls camaraderie. Camaraderie. Our he friends are out. a little out of pocket right now, but they'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was a rough night. He pulls out we the uh, the contract from The Hobbit, 
like the exact contract from The Hobbit, which basically says... One fourteenth. Yes. Basically says that you guys will get equal shares. So there's four of you, there's two of them. So it's everything's going to be shared out six ways. Funeral expenses guaranteed in any case. Um, uh, oh, traveling you guys expenses. are going to need that. Say what? I said you guys are going to need Don't that. <laughs> Resurrection expenses, uh, if possible, funeral expenses in any case, travel and uh, board provided, and a one-sixth share of all treasure brought forth from the uh, non-transferable, certain terms and conditions apply, not valid in all principalities. I'm filling out this form, and it looks like there isn't a next-of-kin portion. Can I just fill that in with whoever my beneficiary is going to be? Okay, well, that's one of... (laughs) Well, that's one of the provisos. You see, uh, if any members of the party do not escape alive from the depths of Stonehill, then uh, their share is shared out amongst the survivors. Oh. So, for example, if Snorri over here didn't make it, then we would split the treasure five ways. Mm. Okay. These terms are acceptable. I don't see any lines about... Magical weapons? Hmm. How are those to be divided? Are we supposed to... Oh, well, as a deep delver, I am quite capable of evaluating the gold piece value of any uh, magic items, potions, or anything else we find. Uh, So that would count against the share of the person who claims it. (laughs) All right, so... Abramovich is like, I, I just imagine that Abramovich is like really struggling. He's like half illiterate. He's like trying to. Do you <laughs> right, just put your mark here. Do you want to just put an X and I'll write my name as a witness? Yeah. <laughs> so the first thing we have to decide uh, is if we want to go by land or go by river. So if everybody looks at their phones, the first uh, map I sent you here is our notated map of the land of the eight cities. You see the Mangarishi River uh-huh. uh, right in the middle there that goes up to Mlurgnar? Yes. So it goes past Mlurgnar, sort of into that pass between the Troll Steps and the Barrier Mountains. Okay. Where it sort of comes down out of the Barrier Mountains is where Stonehell Dungeon is. Okay. So you guys could follow the river, which is actually called uh, the Reich, not the Mangarishik. Uh, you could follow the Reich, uh, get yourself on a barge or whatever, and travel upstream. Or since you guys, two of you guys have horses, um, you guys could just travel overland, basically following the river. There's the furthest outpost of civilization uh, is a place called Zelker's Ferry, and so the plan is for you guys to go there and sort of resupply gather any information you can, maybe leave your horses there, who knows, and then head towards the dungeon. Well, what were they planning to do before we uh, came around? Yeah, I mean, they hadn't decided if they were going to go by river or not. Okay. It's kind of, that's that's kind of up in the air. It needs to be decided. Do they have horses? Well, what are the differences? They do not have horses. What's the difference between the two routes? The river would be faster. Um, like, you guys could put your horses that you do have on a ferry and just ride the ferry up. Um, the only downside of that would be you'd have to wait till somebody's going, you know, that way. It's not like somebody goes upstream every day. I could put the horses up here at somewhere in some horse hotel. Sure, we could get them stabled. Yes, the ho- you could leave the horses here. Sure. I'm just saying. You want to leave War that- Pony behind in Lurgnar? No, War Pony's special. We can't leave War Pony behind. We can leave the other loser horses behind, but War Pony is special. We don't what have about any your loser horses? horses? You're, you got a war horse. Yeah, but we, like, you know. The horses that we had, we had to leave Anyways. back in Edge Hill. So. Yes. Yeah, I assume maybe Chantessa might know someone or have some sort there of... There is a... Um, Chantessa. Yes, there is a stable attached to the... Uh, yeah. Slumbering Drake. Staple it up with her and then go. Yeah. I mean, is there a. No, I mean. What are the pluses other than it's quicker to go by sea or river. by river? Then why would we even consider going by land? Because you won't have to wait until somebody's going up river. You could just go. When is go. the next time? Do we know when the next time someone's Well, you'd going? have to, you know, go down to the docks and ask around and see if you can. Why don't we just well, do, that yeah, let's do that and that then make our decision after? Okay. I agree. Okay, so uh, next day. Albert. Albert is hungover. I assume, yes. are you guys going to go down? Is, are all four of you going to go down to the docks and was, start asking around? Are you feeling up more, to it, Albert? I was thinking more the two of us could scout it out, you know, tonight. Or Do you guys want to just stay here and relax and kind of sleep it off? 
Yeah, I think he's fine. I'm the one that. Yeah, that's yeah. why I'm asking you. How much did you drink? No, you know what? No, I don't. You know what would help you, Albert? Is having a little bit of the dog that bit you. Can you give it down? So here's another glass. Drink up. You'll feel better. Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you feel great. Okay. Now roll your fortune saving. Okay. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, seventeen. Okay, you do not immediately become addicted to alcohol. Great. <laughs> by following up binge drinking with morning drinking. Okay. So now you all head down to the docks. Yes, sure. All right, you find out about two keelboats that will be leaving in the next couple days. The one is the Yellow Dagger. A fast riverboat that usually traffics in furs, ale, and wool. The captain, Rico Jansen, travels with three crew members. And I have stats for them here. The other one is the Lucky Oak. It's a keelboat captained by Petrus Colvio. He's got four sailors and a guard and two guard dogs. His uh, cargoes are worth a lot more money. Trade goods of various types. I want to go with the cheaper one. Whoever's yeah. ha- whoever has the cheaper one. We, we know one of them is right, supposed well, to be what's the, faster. What's the, difference in, what's the difference in prices? What's the difference in... in well, we won't know until we talk to him. Well, so let's go talk to this Rico fellow first. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Rico, Rico Suave. Suave. <laughs> if you want to travel upstream, I can get you there. I head back and forth to Zelkor's Ferry all the time. That's and the smell of dwarves doesn't bother me or my crew. Well, that's... You could have just not said that. Good, yeah. I guess. I didn't really think that there was much of a smell, per se. All right. So how, how long do you think it would take us to get there? And what's your charging rate? Uh, it would take us uh, about uh, the better part of two days to get up to Zelker's Ferry, and uh, I suppose I could take all six of you, uh, excluding the war pony, uh, for two pieces of gold. Just two. Just two oh, pieces well, of gold. Good hmm. When are you leaving? Uh, we'll be leaving a uh, day after tomorrow. This sounds have a few more deals to take care of. Hmm, I don't trust this guy. He seems pretty <laughs> shady to me. Really? I kind of like him. He's got this Rico. sort of uh, suave thing going on. Yeah. That's not my last name, by the way. Oh, well. But I'd be glad. Why don't you take a seat on one of the benches over here? Just try it out. See how you like how it feels. This is pretty nice. What kind of wood is this? Oh, that's uh, that's uh, imported mahogany all the way from Lankmar. That's quality workmanship right there. Yes, that's pretty good wood on my butt. Yeah, that's what I thought too. You need look no further. You don't even need to go talk to the guys over there on the Lucky Oak. They're a bunch of stuck-up knobs. We're still gonna do that. Yeah, thank we're still you. Do that. Well, okay. they're gonna do that. I'm gonna continue my talks with. Okay, Rico. this is great. Uh, for what it's worth, Mister Rico, I really appreciate the offer you've given us, and I, I think you've made the top of our list right now. I'm glad to hear that. Now, you have to understand this offer isn't good forever. I need to count on you guys to make a decision today. You got it. Today is the decision. You don't that even will be leave made. today. I know, but, we'll make but the decision today. It's okay. I need to reserve I mean, your seat. We are going to make a decision today, and I if feel other like people, you're helping me make that decision. If other people <laughs> came along, uh, there's a lot of buyers interested in. A lot of buyers interested in seats on this barge, young lady, and I can't accommodate them all. Is this the one that's okay, cheapest that but okay. and fastest, but Actually, doesn't have the I'm... most protection? Yeah. Okay. Elves anyway, don't. we begin walking to the what? other boat. <laughs> okay. You meet Captain Polvis. Um, excuse me. Are you the captain of of this fine vessel? I am. Okay. Um, okay. So it's either sketchy or edgy. We're trying to secure passage. Uh, down the river to Zelkor's uh, Ferry. To Zelkor's Ferry. Yes, sir. That's where we're headed. Yes, Captain. For all six of you. Yes. Yes. Yes, sir. That will be four gold pieces. Total okay. of four. Uh, all right. What? No uh, meals are provided. No meals are provided. Did Rico give us go, give us meals? He did not. Uh, he, he didn't even offer it. One, all right, one all right. way or the other. All right. Meals are not provided, and 
if we are attacked, you are expected to help defend the keelboat. Naturally. Well, of course. Yeah. Do we have a deal? What? Uh, it, not yet, no. Uh, I'm sorry. What are you taking? I'm afraid that's confidential information. Well, she does a really heavy, long sigh. He just looks at you all stone-faced. How long, Mr. Uh, Mr. Captain Petrus, how long will it take us to get to Zuckor's Ferry? If all conditions go smoothly, the better part of two days. Two days. If we run into trouble, it could be longer. To be he's honest, not going to make yeah. us. I mean, I, if I'm attacked, I'm going to help defend, but he's not going to make us defend his ferry boat, right? Mm. And it only, I the mean, dangerous... It, the, the dangerous is journey. It's too, it's too cheap. <laughs> the numerous, dangerous, numerous, numerous, I mean, dangerous. There are. Numerous, dangerous. Dangerous. Uh, I want Mr. him to. There are. Mr. Curtis, I want you to know that I really appreciate your adventure. I think yeah, it's Mr. wonderful. Curtis. Thank you. <laughs> so, Captain Rico, he said he would do it for two gold. Is that right? That's what he said, two gold? He did say two gold. Two gold. And there are dangers on the journey. Well, I'm I would not there. trust my safety to Captain Rico well, I'm, if I well, were Is the you. journey dark and full of terrors? I am simply trying to warn you about the dangers of the journey. Oh, I know about danger. Thank you. I've died 12 times. (laughs) I know about danger. Killed killed a couple, three vampires and old God. And I know about danger. Trust me. Maybe you've heard of, uh, was it Loptier? Or what was the name of that God? Loptier was the good guy. Yeah, Loptier was the good guy. What was it? Japtier? Japper? Yeah, it was close to Loptier. It was like Japtar. Japtar. Yeah, maybe you've heard of Japtar, the nameless god that no one's ever heard of. <laughs> Actually, uh, I'm glad you put it that way because, of course, I have not. Oh well, that's because of us. We killed Thank you. <laughs> you Thank you. you. We kept them from being known. Thank you. I just want to blow five. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right, so you go get back to the other guy and ask him if he provides meals. Yes. Yes. Please. I'm still there. We're talking. Me and me and Rico. We're ha- yeah, like. When they come back from talking to the other guy, he's literally serving you a sandwich as you guys oh, are, are talking about it. Oh, yeah. and you made it extra special. Do it. looks very yeah. fresh. So, so the meal situation is really easy to remember. There's three meals a day. For breakfast, spam sandwiches. Lunch, spam sandwiches. And dinner, you'll never guess, spam sandwiches. But oh. you're providing that. Absolutely. Dwarven favorite meal. All right. (laughs) Breaking out of character to have a little conversation with the party. Um, We got Captain Rico. He's going to murder us. Oh, damn, there's a third boat. Oh, there's a third boat. He's going to murder us. I mean, let's drag this out even further. We've only spent spent an hour on this so far. Yeah. He's going to murder us. The brawler is a very large keelboat Kill boat that transports heavy cargo such as ale, sheep, and even what? cows. Gun! Yes! It has a large crew of ten sailors no. and is captained by the owner, Boric the Whale. Yeah, you already went farther than you need to. You stop at ale and we were sold. <laughs> so, six. Boric? Yeah, yeah. Boric. So you, you guys finally meet meet Boric himself, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Boric Sa- my tummy from all this spam I just ate. Boric Sanders. Boric. The way we're gonna get up the way we're gonna get upstream is we're gonna use the the wind as much as possible. <laughs> it's very important to use the wind Yay. to get upstream. But also there are sections where you have to push the boat using those stick things, which my crew of ten men will take care of. Now listen. I want you to understand, and it's only fair for you to understand, because you need to know about this going in, there is considerable animal smell. If the smell of animals bothers you, we may not be the right vessel for you. But uh, we will take you to Malignar for a mere... Zelkor's fairing. We will take you to Zelkor. We'll take you all the way to Malignar. It's going to be fantastic. No, we're going to take you. I'm sorry. I, I, I have memory problems sometimes, and I misspeak. But listen, I've been doing this... I've been doing this since I was in my 20s. I've been taking the, taking the brawler up and down the sea, and I'm very good at this, and uh, I'll take you for uh, five silvers each, five silver pieces each, which still comes to two gold pieces. Two gold pieces. But yeah. when, I, when I say it this way, oh, wait, there's six of you, so it's yeah. actually more. When I say it this way, it sounds, it sounds. <laughs> sounds like it's less. That's part of my gimmick. So... Um, we'd be glad to have you travel with us. It's less than Captain Petrus, I'll tell you that. 
I don't like either of those guys. I don't. Yeah, those guys. Are, I, I say I don't like this Bernie Sanders guy. I say we go with this one just yeah. so that Glenn has to do this accent. Exactly right. That's my favorite. So the whole way through. Yeah, let's do it. I'm fine with this. All right, we leave. We leave first thing in the morning. And uh, or do we want to take a cut? You know, we're going to be underway. Take the road. All right. Okay. How long is this? Is it going to take us two days? Better yeah, it, it takes two days to get there. No, no matter who you go with, okay. it might be a little longer with this boat because it's a little heavier. But Here. you know. That's Sounds fine. great. You're hired. All right. So you guys are on the ocean. Uh, you guys are on the river and you're headed upstream to Zelcor's Ferry. So uh, halfway through the second day, you guys come around this bend in the river. Uh-huh. Okay. It's right in the middle of the day, which remember, it's, it's still winter, right? So there's yeah. snow on the ground. The, the, it's pretty cold out. You guys come around this bend in the river and there is another barge kind of... It hasn't been beached like it like it's not like they pulled it up against it's like it it just kind of got tangled in this tree that's half fallen and it's just there by the side of the river. Okay. And right. and they kind of like start pulling towards it a little bit and as you guys look, I mean it's clear there's nobody on board because oh, it's, it's just like a flat do we notice that them, flat them pulling towards the yeah i mean everybody's everybody's like oh what's going on over here and everybody starts heading over in that direction to kind of see what see what's happening oh they're the boat's not yeah. we all are yeah yes the okay. boat is caught in like this tree and it's just like there it's not it's not no, no, going no, i mean our boat Tall yeah Laker, your boat is, is pulling towards boys. okay everybody on your out. boat is pulling towards yeah. the, the other boat to see if they need help or what's going on okay and as you guys look, you can see there's nobody on board. It's pretty clear there's nobody on board. Right. So Abramovich tells them to throw off the anchor, and um, they do, and they kind of stop. And you're maybe 10 feet from this other boat. What do you guys want to do? 10 feet? Couldn't, well, never mind. Mm. You guys, yeah, put, I mean, that's you, you can tell them to push closer. It's up to you. Yeah, I think I mean, are there any, well, can we, like, place a plank to walk across or something? What does the captain want to do? That would seem can I do a wicked flip? <laughs> no. Ten feet Actually, is- why don't you use your Witcher senses to see what you can see from here? I feel like you've got like tracking. You've got wilderness yeah, tracking. I Roll it. Okay, sure. Uh, I got a ten, which makes it a fifteen. I got a fourteen. Okay, so you notice right away, like the boat you're on, it kind of has like one mast, kind of in the middle that they can put a, a sail off of, mm-hmm. and the the rigging is completely fouled. It's all wrapped around itself, Why? and the this looks old. No, it doesn't look old, but the um hmm. the uh crossbar is like hanging at a weird angle um and you like notice a, like all the rigging is like wrapped around itself or like yes. the tree is like is like a tree has fallen on it or something so there was a tree that was kind of hanging out into the water mm. and as this thing went by it just kind of got beached when it hit that tree okay not to not to so it doesn't look like the rigging got fouled because of that it looks like like it was in a storm oh, or something yeah. happened that caused all the rigging to get all torn up. Yeah. Uh, but it does wanna, not, wanna, like it doesn't, uh, Carl, it doesn't look old to you. It, it doesn't look like it's been here for a long time. Hmm. It doesn't have a bunch of leaves on it or anything like if it had been sitting here for weeks. That's what is the captain? What does the captain seem to think in this situation? Oh boy, this doesn't look good. This could be all kinds of bad news. I think though, uh, I feel... As part of the Brotherhood of Riverboat Captains, we should try to see if there's anybody over there that needs our help. I mean, absolutely. Oh yeah, this I mean, is a I dangerous agree. stretch of river. They might have been attacked. You're gonna have to go over there to see any more than. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, I'm going to. Oh okay, yeah. yeah so so do you ask him to push the boat over so you guys can just hop across. All right. Yeah. yeah sure. Okay. So all you guys go. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Okay. So all you guys and Hankrin, uh, Snorri stays behind. All you guys in Hankering jump over onto this boat and start looking around. Go ahead and roll your tracking checks. Um, 17. Okay. So you don't see anything with your Witcher senses. <laughs> All you guys definitely notice right away, like there's a big, a couple big blood, blood stains on the uh, deck, right? I, going off of my roll just now, I'm going to be like, you think, you think someone got hurt here? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Can't Abramovich, tell. <laughs> as you look... Uh, and the other thing, uh, maybe Nigel notices right away, like the cargo's intact. Okay, mm-hmm. it doesn't even look like anybody opened the the cargo or anything like that. Um, Abramovich, you notice that uh, 
yeah, there's obviously several different places where somebody was killed and only one of them is like close to the rail. So like if this had been drowners, they might've killed people and dragged them off the boat into the river, but you don't see those kind of drag marks. Right. You see like these bloody spots and there's some splatter and, but there's just no body there. Like more, yeah. Okay. There gotcha. also wouldn't, there also, I don't think this there is would a be totally different type of murder. Necessarily. I need a refresher. We are on this boat. Yeah. Well, like if the drowners killed them and then dragged them off of the boat, you there see would the blood be drags. Yeah. But you there's would see, not. Yeah. But there's not, mm. there's just like something killed them, but there's no bodies there. Guys, I think something killed someone here. <laughs> it's but very I don't possible. see any bodies. What was your um Neither what was your I. tracking it result, Abramovich? 17. 17. My roll was really low. So yeah. So as you guys are looking around uh sword drawn. You Abramovich sword you do see um what kind of looks like a bloody footprint or claw print. Mm. And it's like it's either ogre sized or it's some kind of large like it's, right. you know, it's two feet long and a foot across right. kind of smear mark that kind of looks like it has fingers. So you're like, that's either a claw or a hand or a foot or something. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You taste the blood and then spit it out and all that good stuff. Ew. Ew. You don't get a 17 on your tracking by being a there's pansy. No, there's no below deck on this, correct? No, it's a it's a flat boat. Right. Okay. Like uh, Let's check out some of this cargo real quick. Just you know, pop yeah. open a couple crates, make sure there's not See anything valuable. The cargo. Yeah. Okay. So they had uh, been to Zelkor's ferry and were coming back. Okay. So they're bringing back mostly like furs oh. and um, oh, wow, furs. furs. <laughs> <laughs> Irina's like, oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Your so, girl loves a good fur. I'm trying to think of what else a remote trading post like that. Spices, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, spices beaver glands. Cheese. Yeah, yeah, beaver, the beaver glands. butt glands. It tastes like vanilla. Yeah, yeah, and rare mushrooms or something. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. So, so yeah. Uh, but I mean, there's gold because obviously they make more money when they gold. go. Is there anything on the ship that would say what the ship's name is? Yes. Okay. Does the what is the name of the boat? The Happy Johnson. The, I don't the know. Happy Johnson, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, Sir and so... Um, oh, no. The Happy Johnson. That's Ron Jeremy's boat. Oh, poor guy. Well, he, we don't know if he's dead yet. But well, we do know that Ron it Jeremy. Like something happened to him. <laughs> Arena's immediately like, no! Captain, Captain Ron, he's a good fella. And he's he's been in the business a long time. And I hate to think that something's happened to him, but I mean... He wouldn't have left the ship and left his gold. I mean, let's face it. Oh, I agree. It Something looks, definitely happened. It looks bad. So should we bring that stuff aboard? Just let's to, take it. To, well, I say. Or just should we pull the boat off the water so it's on the shore? Or what do we need to do, Captain? Well, uh, I think that uh, that we should get the gold and we should get the goods and we should bring them aboard the brawler and... Uh, he was a member of the guild, so I can deliver those to the guild, and they will be uh, given to his next of kin. Right. Well, let's do that. Right. Yeah. Can I roll again to see? Because to just to check to see if like there's anything around like on land. Oh yeah, yeah. You're gonna jump off on the land. Well, how can, close are we to the land that he would be? I mean, to? the boat is the Happy Johnson is halfway on the land. It's just okay, like okay. it hasn't been pulled on, oh, okay. but it's okay. It's I, I, pinned I, I, against the shore by the I current. It was like so more it's secure. The tree with maybe like a 5 to 10 foot area. No, no, no. It's it's kind of pinned yeah, against the shore. And the Johnson is secure. <laughs> is that what you're yes. saying? It's All right. So so you just hop off wade through the water a little bit and look around on the land, right? Yeah. I got a um 13. Okay, so you guys look around and um the the sort of reeds and stuff by the side of the river here convince you that if a, if a fight took place on board the happy johnson it didn't take place here mm. the the boat there's no footprints there's no marks in the mud or anything so there's signs of a struggle on the boat but there's no signs of a struggle around the boat right but the but if they were attacked out in the middle of the river uh, then the boat would have just would have just kind of come downstream and ended up here right mm. and it just kind of this is where it this is where it pulled up because the river turns here so uh, they could have been attacked anywhere ahead of us where we are soon to go uh, is where this attack probably took place. All right, then we should just proceed and be on guard, I guess. There's not a whole lot else to look at here. We leave the Happy Johnson So you guys behind. leave the Happy Johnson behind. You guys leave the Happy Johnson behind. You're going upstream. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, the sun's about to set, and uh, the captain and his crew are looking for a place to uh, kind now, of pull the boat over for the night. Yes? I'm just trying to figure out, I, 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 is it just like a giant raft that we're on? Basically, before? yes. So there's no canopy or... Yes. Uh, I know what Picture you're like about. a wheel boat. Uh-huh. Like that goes up and down the Mississippi or like the General Jackson, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's got a flat bottom. It's got a, a lot of open space. And then it's kind of got a, um, like a house built on it. Okay, it does have like a house. Right, where, where the animals are okay. and all this stuff. And then you can climb up the little ladder and you're up on top of there looking out gotcha. and all that stuff, which is where you guys are when the griffin attacks. <gasps> so griffin. everybody roll... Um, Roll a d20 and add your luck modifier. Oh, okay. That's going to be a natural one. I have 15. Modifiers, that's 19. Three. <laughs> okay, so the two of you see it, right? Kind of the, the light is starting to fade and you kind of look Does out that across. Does look like a griffin to you? You look out across the horizon no. and it's like flying at you guys low, right? Like just above the treetops, you see this. Its body is about elephant sized. Right? Oh, boy. Hot. Yeah. It's a Dang. big old griffin. Yeah. So, well, I mean, it's like the one you fight at the beginning of The Witcher, right? I mean, it's it's a lot bigger than a horse. Um, that one was definitely not elephant size, though. That was... Okay, it's well, like anyway. two horses. It was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Large. It's a double-decker horse. It's like an SUV uh, with wings and a tail. Um, Holy moly. Who wants to roll... Who wants to control Snorri? Oh, oh I'll take the dwarves. Hankering for some ale. Okay, let's go. I assume we warn everybody. Right, so you guys yell, look! And it's coming straight at you guys. You guys, like I say, are up on top of the uh, central structure, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, When the fight starts, let's have everybody roll for initiative. Roll for initiative! Gimbo North the Gnome here. While the lad's set up for combat, here's a quick reminder. Have you ever wished you could see the maps, handouts, artwork, and epic tabletop terrain from the lad's adventures? Well, now you can! Simply follow us on Instagram and Twitter at MightyD'sPod. Enough talk! To battle! All right, so... A pirate's life for me. In the, in the grim setting sun, you, you see this thing swooping towards you, and it kind of does this thing, like right at the water, it does this, dips down and comes up. That's so cool. And it's right here kind of passing by you guys and you have a second to attack it. Carl, what do you do? I want to shoot it in the eye. <laughs> okay. Uh, Are you keeping track of how many steaks you have left in your steak launcher? Um, I've assumed that I've been grabbing them back. Mm, I can okay. go down to like seven, I think, would be a healthy number. For it's me. probably like, it should probably be like a 50-50 thing. Like 50% of them get, get busted and 50% of them you are able to retrieve. So, but go ahead and roll your attack. Uh, 19. 19 hits. Which, um, is he over water? He's over the lower part of the boat. Okay, because he's about to get stunned. Stunned? Yeah, because I stun on 19s. Ah. Or not, I stun on not natural 20s. Okay, so it's going to roll its save. I'm at plus 7. I got 19, so it's not stunned. Uh, 9 plus 3. It's 12. 12. Okay. Do you want to move any? Uh, if you okay. remove, you can't reload. Oh, oh that's, that's right. Yeah, I'll just yeah, reload. Yeah. Okay. Michael. Uh, move forward to that. Okay. How long do we have to make attacks? Because you said it's it's coming by, right? Yeah. 18? I don't know. Until it's move, I, get, I reckon. I don't know. Okay. 18, 18 hits? Uh, five. Okay. You said it's over the boat, correct? The bottom yeah, part? Yeah, yeah. So you guys are on the top part, so technically, yes, it's over the bottom part. Okay, I'm going to try and cast Paralysis. Okay. Let's see what we uh, get. And Priest cannot spell burn, correct? That is correct. That's a 12. 12. That's a 12. Okay, it's, uh, yeah. Hands. Uh, my, my melee weapon is glowing with power right now. Okay. Uh, Luke. Uh, which one is uh, who? The dwarves? Uh, you are here. These are the dwarves. Oh. This, is, this is your dwarf. Yeah, what does Hankrin do? Uh, Hankrin will, uh, I guess, run up and try and... Hit it with his hammer? Yeah. And he'll Ooh. roll a 17 on the die. Okay. So that's a D6 for four. Okay. So Abramovich is going to move up and attack with his Y-hander. Uh-huh. 
Ooh, that's going to be a 22. Nice. Do you get any special bonuses for critting? That wasn't a crit. crit. Okay, sorry. Uh, That was an 18. All right, that's three plus four, which is seven, plus two, which is nine damage. Okay. And then uh, What's-His-Face is going to try and move up to attack the griffin. Snoring. Oh. I I don't know, Luke, before you roll, I don't know if he can even get in there. No, because he was standing right there. Yeah, I don't think he can. I don't think he can get to it as it's flying by. Well, there goes the eighteen I rolled. Cool. All right, my go. Um, I'm gonna it. attack Abramovich with my beak. Deep so dice. I hit Abramovich with a twenty-one. Nice. Seven, okay, two, so you take six points of damage. Oh, okay. uh, I'm gonna hit you with both my claws. If I hit you with one of my claws, I'm going to pick you up and carry you away. Because I hit you with my bite. I'm at plus five. Ooh! A critical hit with Natural one claw. 20. Goodbye, Abramovich. And what's that? 11? No. 14. That's a miss. 14's a miss. Okay. Did I roll my claw damage? No. Okay, my claw damage is another four. Okay. No, I'm like at a third of my hit points. I'm, or sorry, two th- I've taken a You third act one. like that's bad. If I got hit with 10, I'd have six left. Yeah, right? I have 26 left. So yeah, so... A bit of a but hey, you're complaining let's not, is a let's little not underestimate bit, uh, my wounds here. Man. I'm very wounded, okay? Blow smashes PC's kneecap. Oh. Oh. Ooh, my kneecaps. My ACL. Everybody, blow strikes PC's kneecap. Character's movement is cut in half, and this attack does another D10 of damage. Ouch. Nice. Now this, on the other hand, might be your death. Yeah, 10 movement speed, and I'm picked up. Great. Oh my gosh, 10. (laughs) Okay. You guys are funny. Um, He's going to try to keep flying. So, Hankrin and Sully are going to get attacks of opportunity and um oh yeah yeah and snorry snorry okay. uh, he got a he got a 17 on his uh attack. It's a hit huh? oh 6 damage nice hankerin didn't hit okay it's all up to you sully i believe in nice you nice knowing you guys <laughs> yeah um yeah that's a hit it's a 14 plus 3 yep 7 7 Seems like he's still not quite dead. Oh, he's definitely not. He's definitely not dead. I'm trying to figure out what he can do as far as carrying Abramovich. Um, Does Abramovich not get an attack because he's being held? No. No. That's exactly why he doesn't get an attack because he's being held. Yeah. He can't bite. On on your little character sheet there, did you ever write down how much Abramovich weighs? Uh, No, but probably a lot. Yeah. And you're wearing what kind of armor? Um, I am currently like... The black plate mail is still like right. That. Okay, so here's what happens this thing comes swooping up across the deck at you guys, and everybody's ready for it, right? right? And you all are hauling on it with swords and everything else, and it just tears into Abramovich internal kneecaps organs, go flying. Blood, yeah, his, you hear his kneecap shatter, you see blood everywhere. He cries out in Russian, but. As you guys are still hitting on it, as it's trying to get by, it kind of does this thing where it falters a little bit mm-hmm. and it has to land. Okay. So it lands with Abramovich more or less in its in its talons. Okay. And you guys are all around it like this. Yeah, and you can see Abramovich is hurt. So Carl, you're up. So it's landed and it basically still has its beak and one of its talons in Abramovich. And it's it's flapping its wings like it's going to try to take off again. Um... I don't think I have anything extra. I think I can just try and like hit Like you don't have a Medusa head you can pull out or anything like that? I thought no. about that. Yeah. Won't you do it? Because I have paralyzed hands. Well, I guess I'm going to... Yeah, I guess I'm just going to try and hit it again. Because I'm going to hit it with my sword this time, though. Okay, so you drop your crossbow. You whip your sword out. And... Uh, Ooh, yes. It's a 19. That's a good number. 19's a hit. So would you but, say 8? Uh, Michael. He's still alive? Oh, yeah. He's still up. I mean, he's definitely hurt. You guys are all carving into him at once. Um, 13? 13 misses. Okay. Uh, Jason? What would the what would I need for the Medusa head to, I mean, obviously pull it out, but I mean, do I have to get everyone to say, hey, turn your eyes? I think that, yeah. Would I have yeah. to get its attention? Is it looking at me? Because I assume it has to lock eyes with the Medusa itself. 
I mean, you could just, you could run around to here and tell Abramovich to close his eyes and just hold it up in its face. Okay. Then I will try that. Okay. I go, or everyone shield your eyes for a second. It's Medusa time. Okay. So you pull the Medusa's head out. Um, I need a fortitude 15. Uh, well, well, I don't know. It's a, well, I don't know. Is that will or fort? Oh, uh, was it Will before? I think it was Will, yeah. Okay. my paralysis is Will, that's why. I oh, know. okay, all right. So I need a Will 15. I am at plus four on Will saves, and I rolled a 19. <clears throat> so you pull out this moldy, skanky... It's like the face has fallen off. Right, right, right. And, and hold it up, and, and it only works... It, it only tries to work because you challenge your own paralysis through it and like use it to like double down on its on its fa- fading. It's just a skull with some withered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catch. But I would say, like, you might still be able to try again next round. Okay. Um, maybe. Um, looks at the Medusa skull and is puzzled. Luke, like, do you want to move All him right, to so attack? Yeah, you want him yeah, to attack. Uh, hankering. Roll it. Hankering gets a crit and kills it. Hankering does not. Okay. All right. So I'm I, I'm hoping that I can like it's kind of on top of me. I'm hoping I can take my Zweihander and like stab it in one of its fleshy weak spots since it's like so close. You know, stab it into its neck or eye or something. I would say no. I would cool. say it's too close to use a Zweihander. All right. Then what I'll... other weapons do you have? Or you could try. Yeah. Or you could try to get out from under it. Or you could try to hit it with the Mace of Terror. Mace of Terror. It's just going to succeed its saves. You could just hit it with the Mace of Terror. It's it's still a plus one. Sorry. It's not a plus one weapon. All it is is a regular Mace with the Terror thing. Oh, okay. Well, it's up to you. Do whatever you want. Or you could just try to get away from it. You could try to do an opposed strength check. I mean, it's strong. Mm. Mm. Or you could drink a healing tincture. It's up to you. Ooh. It's not a bad idea. Okay, right? As soon as you realize that the cleric is not running towards you to heal you, he's like, close your eyes, I'm going to pull the Medusa thing out. You can be like, oh, um, in that case, I'm going to try to restore life to my internal organs with this tincture. Yeah, okay. I reckon I'll do that. The one good thing about having the big hit dice you have is you get more more benefit than anybody else out of a healing tincture. Yeah. True. All right. Eight plus three. That's like 11. Yeah, it's a good number for me. Okay, all right. Um, So you do that. Yeah, pulling it out is kind of a move action and chugging it is your standard action. All right, it's my go. Um, Who did the eight points of damage to me? I believe I did. Snorri. Has Snorri gone? Oh, yeah. I did. Let Snorri go real quick, and then you can go. Snorri pile on. I did eight points of damage. Okay, so this thing spins. Does it let go of... Um, I think it still has one claw on Abramovich. Okay. And it's going to attack with its mouth and its other claw on you. That okay. That's about right. Actually, no. As big as it is. It, 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 it's more focused on escape now, and it's trying to get past you. It's trying to, like, do what it did to Abramovich to you and basically push you off so it can fly away. Okay. All right? So it's going to attack first with its beak. Ooh, that's going to be a hit. Because um, I'm at plus nine. Yes. So that's a hit. And then my claws are plus five. That's a miss. And a natural one. That's a fumble. A brace its own kneecaps. Wait, what? Sully, roll me a uh, D10 on the... Oh, wait. Before you do that, you're attacking with both claws? Yes. I'm trying to do exactly what I did to Abramovich. I'm attacking with my beak and both claws. So then you're not... Yeah, I let go of him. I'm trying to escape now. Okay. So I'm trying to attack you, push you off... And fly away. Okay. You need a D10 rolled? You better be uh, glad he did that last claw. Let's too. do a D8. Okay. D8 rolled. Mm-hmm. Four. Your weapon D- is damaged. Roastering bake. Sword hilt falls off. Crossbow firing mechanism jams. Weapon can be repaired with 10 minutes of work, but is useless for now. So, yeah. So he gets a real bad cramp in one of his talons. Yeah, real cramp? Okay. Oh, he's got thumb, thumb cramps. But... Uh, so he does seven hit points of damage to you, uh-huh. but he's not able to like knock you down or push you off because he only hits with his beak. Okay. So you take seven points of damage, and he's trying to like muscle past you, but he's kind of stumbling and slipping on the deck a little bit, the and he's still claw. trapped. And it comes around to Carl. Um, okay, I'm going to try and hit him again. Yeah. Uh, oh, now you're talking. That's, that's a hit. A nat- that is a not natural 20. 
So, so you so, need to roll a fort. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Your fort. Go ahead and roll your damage. I made it. Uh, that's six. Okay. Uh, Michael. Eleven. No. So you swing at it with the sun sword? sword. Mm-hmm. Eleven. Okay. Yes. Uh, Jason. Um, Medusa head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Man. This is the last use of the Medusa head ever. Show what do we say? A 15 will? Show it in beak. And I am at plus four. Oh, yeah. So the, Don't even rolling good, rolling yeah, good. Yeah, the, the, the Medusa head basically falls apart in your hands so and just... Can I throw the rest of it at it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It hits it and all these maggots are swarming on it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it smells yeah. awful. Uh, Luke. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. What does Hankrin do? Uh, Hankrin will it. take a hit. Probably. Nope. Or nope. He misses. All right. Abramovich stands up. Yeah. You'll not escape me, you well, well, bird horse. Never mind. Okay, so, so you swing your fly hander at it. Watch this. Okay. He could just fly upward, right? Not really. He needs to get a running start. Uh, he's going to try to go through Hankrin. He's just like, obviously you two are, are too tough. He's going to try to to fly over Hankrin. So what we're going to do <laughs> is uh, we're going to do opposed strength checks. Okay. Can Hankrin... Before you decide to oppose strength check, he's just going to try and run him over, right? He's ba- yeah, he's basically trying to fly away, hitting Hankron on the way. Can he try and duck his sure. claws? Sure. Yeah. Do we get attacks of opportunity? Yes. So basically, he's not going to try to stop this thing. He sees no, like, he sees oh, yeah, two thousand no, no. pounds of Griffin turn he's on like, him. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I was going to be like, Hankron duck. <laughs> right. Hank- okay. So Hankron ducks. Uh, so. Parting shots goes to everybody with a melee weapon, so everybody but the cleric and Hankrin. I, I yeah, not natural twenty. Yeah, seventeen. Okay, not same thing. See hit. Uh, that's a yeah, that's an eighteen. So th- okay, so that's my- three hits. Ooh, I'm He's stunned. stunned. <laughs> All right, let me roll the turns. Yeah, for three turns. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. All right, I'm gonna roll my damage. Me too. Uh, five. Eight damage. Five plus four equals nine plus my mod. That's okay. Whoa, just slow down. Eight, six, so five, so sixty-five. Uh, five. So that's seventy, and then you kill. Oh, yeah. All right, so you guys. We killed a griffin. You yell, (laughs) Hankerin, duck. And as he does, you all swing at this thing. You hit it with your swords and your Zweihander, and it kind of (laughs) and flops down on deck. And you guys have killed a griffin. Four experience points for everybody. Mighty Deeds is a production of the Murfreesboro Murder Hobo Old School Gaming Association. We're playing Dungeon Crawl Classics from Goodman Games, set in Fritz Leiber's World of Nawak. Original music is provided by yours truly and by Joey Hodge. You can check out more of his music at joeyhodge.com. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for more Mighty Deeds. Mighty Deeds.